0: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Sports Today.
1: What rust? The Avalanche go up 1 0 in dramatic fashion. The Dallas Mavericks get Luka Doncic some help. And the Celtics have to limit turnovers to win Game 6. And they can do it with energy and with unity. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today.
2: Searching all major sports. Found.
0: Let's start with the biggest story.
1: In the Stanley Cup final, many of us were hoping to see it was the game one. We were all hoping to see an absolute thriller that needed a little extra time on the ice. And then just a minute and a half into overtime. It was Andre Burakovsky who buries one, giving the Avalanche a 4-3 to three win. Joining me now from Locked on Avalanche. Chris Massali and Chris, this was a game where the Avalanche wildly outshot the lightning, but this was nip and tuck the whole way. Uh, What was the difference?
3: Uh, A little bit of everything. I mean, this is what you're going to get you know that this these are two evenly matched teams and this is kind of the avs mo they will get shots on goal i think i was on here talking about that they, you were you indeed know, 40 shots on goal for them is kind of the norm and they had close to that i think they were in the 30s somewhere maybe high 30s but um you know they they came out hot and to get three goals in the first period against andre vasilevsky which i didn't know that was the first time he had ever let up three goals in the first period in his entire career in the playoffs so for the abs that that's what you wanted uh you, you, you had great momentum but this is what tampa can do Tampa is back-to-back champions because they can come back on you and they did and uh you know, yeah extra time was needed and i don't feel like this is going to be the last time uh that we see overtime in the series
1: yeah, 38 shots to 23 shots in the Avs' favor. And you mentioned over time, this was the fifth game in 15 playoff games for the Avalanche that went to extra periods. This is just the second game in the playoffs for the Lightning for that. And, and so maybe there is some kind of advantage there. This is the kind of hockey we've seen the Avalanche play this yeah. whole time. You mentioned that early lead to get that 3-1 lead, uh, but then... Obviously they lost it and then had to win it in overtime. Are you focused more on how they
3: built that lead or concerned about how they lost that lead? Uh, Maybe the easy answer is both (laughs) (laughs) because you you like to see that they were able to get to Vasilevsky and early because, Goalies are, you know, creatures of habit. And if you if you were if you were struggling to break through for the entirety of the game, that is just going to carry over into game two. And and however long it goes, they ride they ride hot streaks all the time for goalies. So for them to get three in one period, uh, they can always fall back on that for the rest of this series that we've done it before. We can do it again. Uh, but yes, there is some concern about you had a lead. And it's this, you know, one of those old adages about really good teams. When you have them down, you have to keep them down. And that's a lot more easier said than done for a team like Tampa Bay uh, when you're facing Tampa Bay. But, you know, so it, it's it's a little bit and you heard Burakovsky when he was interviewed right after the game said that he he was focused on that second period when they let them come back into the game. So, you know, that's going to be a point of emphasis. Uh, there's two days off for between uh, game one and game two. So, you know, that they're going to focus in on that. But the Avs did a lot of good things. The penalty kill was fantastic. Uh, so you want to keep that up. And you know, and then Burakovsky in overtime, he's been in the doghouse a little bit. He's been healthy scratches at points for this postseason. So for him to get that overtime winner, major confidence booster for him personally.
1: Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. We have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcasts even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcasts. Go to Lockedon Podcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of ten hundred dollar gift cards to Ticketmaster. To take our audience survey, go to Lockedon Podcast.com slash survey. Thanks in advance for your help. Coming up, the Dallas Mavericks brought in some reinforcements to help Luka Doncic. So you love a chewy, chocolatey brownie, maybe throw a little caramel in there, the swirl. What if I told you you could have that chewy, chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? Well, you can with the new caramel brownie bars at built.com and you're going to have to ask fast because these are going to go quickly. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein and only four grams of sugar. What they can do at Built Bar is truly incredible. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Try these things for yourself. The flavor with the health benefits unmatched. And I've tried every protein bar out there. I'm telling you, these are different. Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com.
0: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: Stunning news out of Indianapolis. Starting safety, Kari Willis announced Wednesday that he is retiring after three seasons in the NFL to pursue a future in ministry. Willis, a fourth-round pick in 2019, became the team's starting strong safety halfway through his rookie season. He said in an Instagram post, he will retire from football to pursue the advancement of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Colts had already addressed the safety position, some in the offseason. They signed veteran Rodney McLeod in free agency and took Maryland's Nick Cross in the third round of this year's draft. The business of hockey is booming. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman says the league will generate record revenues, more than $5 billion this season. And that total may be conservative. Bettman praised the league and its partners for completing the first 82 game regular season in two years. That, of course, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, that provided the foundation for a much needed financial recovery. Batman expects the NHL to continue to boom. He revealed a start date of October 11th for next season and said the entire 2022-2023 season will be unveiled in early July. Sometimes baseball can just be random. And sometimes lightning can strike the same place twice. For the first time in Major League Baseball history, a team threw two immaculate innings in the same game. For those of you not up to date on your baseball vernacular, an immaculate inning is when a pitcher throws nine pitches and gets three strikeouts to end the inning. The Houston Astros did this twice in the same game and get this, against the same Three hitters, Nathaniel Lowe, Ezekiel Duran, and Brad Miller, all struck out on three pitches apiece in the second inning against Luis Garcia, and in the seventh inning against Phil Maton. This is also the first time that two immaculate innings were pitched in the same day, period, let alone by the same team. Elsewhere in baseball, the Phillies got a walk-off home run from an unlikely hero.
0: (laughs) Are you serious? Did that just really happen? (laughs) No, it couldn't. um. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. (laughs) The Phillies get shut out all day. They're dead to rights. They're down to their final strike. And backup catcher, lefty on lefty, Garrett Stubbs, who has like maybe 35 at-bats on the year. He's got like one home run ever. It's an absolute tank to right field. And the Phillies walk it off their second walk-off win of the series. You've got to be, you got to be kidding me. You can't, you, that, you know, that can't be real. That can't just happen. I'm, I must be sleeping and I'm going to wake up and they're going to have lost one, nothing. There's no way that's real. There's no way it's real. What an outing by Kyle Gibson to get him to that point. Uh, what a defensive performance. Alec Bowen with a great catch to get them to that point. But Garrett Stubbs, hero. He's, he's Superman with a mustache. <laughs> Love it another story you need to know.
1: The Dallas Mavericks may not be playing in the NBA Finals, having lost to the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, but they are wasting no time in trying to make their roster better for 2022 and beyond. Trading for Houston Rockets big man Christian Wood for the 26th pick and four players. Joining me now from Locked On Mavericks, Nick Angstad. And Nick, why is this the move that sets things off for the Mavericks offseason?
2: Why is this the move? Because this was the move that was available. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) it just comes down to that. One of the few things that we heard definitively from Mavs general manager Nico Harrison was that the Mavs needed to improve at center. They needed to improve at the big man spot. Now, he specifically said they need to improve at rim protector. I don't know if they necessarily did that, but they did get Christian Wood, who's a guy that can do some pick and roll, some pick and pop on offense. He's a guy that can can move his feet on defense, can switch out on some, some guard and some wings on defense and hold his own decently well. He's not going to defend the rim at an elite level, but he's going to probably do it better than Dwight Powell did. <laughs> and the Mavericks, what they did was they basically traded the 26th pick that was going to be a theoretical player was going to be a, a risk, a guy that you're not sure if that player is going to be out of the NBA in a year, or if he's going to be, you know, in a, a hall of famer, like that seems to be what the 26 pick sometimes is in the NBA draft. They decided to go for the guy that can play right now, even though he's on the last year of his contract, they went for the guy that can play right now. It's an immediate upgrade at center and it's a good move for the maps.
1: How does this fit in with what they want to be with Luka Doncic moving forward?
2: They want to be a team that can, Give Luka options, and this gives the Mavs Mavs options. This gives the the Mavs a guy that can stay on the floor, that can also pick and roll and pick and pop. So they have the options there. They had this huge problem this whole year where they decided to go smaller. They decided to play with more wings. They decided to play a switching defense where everybody switches one through five and all that. They could play that defense with Maxi Kleba out there. Maxi Kleba is a good defensive guy that can – uh, you can step out, he can defend the rim a little bit, defend, a, defend on the perimeter a little bit, and he can hit a three. But he's not really good as a role man. Dwight Powell is a guy that can defend a little bit, not well, doesn't rebound super well, but is an incredible role man. And so they had to try to make the decision. Do we go for the guy that can roll? Do we go for the guy that can space the floor for three? And now you get a guy in Christian Wood that can do both of those things at the same time. And so that helps you with your offense. You're also get a guy that can still play that switching style that the Mavericks wanted to play, that Sean Sweeney and, the, and Jason Kidd and the coaching staff brought in this past year that worked so well for the Mavericks. So they continue to be able to do that. And now they have more options. They don't have that pick to trade anymore, but they didn't get rid of anybody else in the rotation. There are still some guys that at least have some trade value that they can go out and try to make one more move. They still have the mid-level exception. They have another move that they can still make and they have to re-sign Jalen Brunson, but they can, they still have some other options.
1: Coming up, the Boston Celtics need to limit the turnovers to beat the Golden State Warriors in Game 6. How they will do it is coming up next. Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all your daily gambling needs. A few Major League Baseball lines to keep your eye on. The Mets and Brewers are finishing up a series. Mets favored to win on Bet Online minus 125 on the money line. The Blue Jays, heavy favorites against the Orioles, minus 245 to win it. And there they are. The home dog Rockies. Bet online has them plus 113 to beat the Guardians. Bet online where the game starts. The Boston Celtics have turned the ball over a lot in their NBA Finals losses to the Golden State Warriors. Limiting turnovers will go a long way in securing a Game Six win for Boston. But just how can they do this? Our John Corrales of Locked On Celtics has a thought.
0: Get off the ball sooner. Cut, set whatever your actions are supposed to be. Do it with precision. Everybody make a pact. Everybody get together in that locker room. Players only meeting however you want to deem it. Some dinner, bowling, a movie, whatever it is. Get together and talk and say, you know what? It's not about any one of us anymore. It's about moving the ball. We're all equals. We're all the same player. There was a point where we talked about nameless, faceless opponents. Let's talk about nameless, faceless teammates. It doesn't matter who the teammate is. He's open. Give him the ball. And he makes a play. Whoever is out there, are you going small? Are you starting small? I can see the potential for starting Derek White and just going small having Al come off the bench. I can see the potential for a move like that. I can also see the potential because of the fatigue and all that stuff for email to say, you know what? We're going fresh legs. We're, we're going Glenn McDonald over here in the 76 finals. We're going Aaron Neesmith. We're going one of these guys on the bench, whoever it is, Sam Hauser, one of these guys who's fresh. We're going with the energy and we're going to say, sick them, get out there. And, and just bludgeon the Warriors with your energy and your speed. And we'll worry about the results later. But just hit them with a, a, a speed and an energy that they, they're not used to. Just for five minutes, try it. You know what I mean? That stuff can be something that Ime throws in there. But it's most important that the Celtics go out there and match the Warriors' energy because the Warriors are going to come out with high energy. Match that. Be ready for that. Be prepared for that little something extra. Give it that little something extra yourself. Know that you only have two games left. Two games left. That's it. Your season is over on Monday. The
1: Boston Celtics' story in the playoffs has been turnovers, they're 13 and two. When they don't make it to 16 turnovers, when they go over, they're 1-6. And that has been everything for them. How can they stop turning the ball over? John is absolutely right about the team basketball part of this. The problem is they haven't been through this as a team. And when they get into these situations where they need buckets late, for example... They go into isolation mode. They go into Jason Tatum, go one-on-one. Jalen Brown, go one-on-one. Marcus Smart, take a hero shot. They're not playing team basketball. And it is appropriate, I think, that they are playing a Warriors team that plays the beautiful game, that is always moving and cutting and creating. And they are the ones... Who are in control of this series right now. In the big moments. They can find ways to manufacture offense. Even if it's Andrew Wiggins. And for as good as the Boston Celtics defense has been in this finals. With Steph Curry on the court. The Warriors offensive rating would have been number one in the league had they had it all season. So yes, the Boston Celtics defense is incredible. But when Steph Curry is on the court, everything he brings to bear, it's not isolation basketball. It is cutting, it's creating, it's sharing it. That's when the Warriors are at their best. And that's when the Celtics are at their best too. The difference is we've seen the Warriors with that championship equity play their best in those big moments and get themselves a title as a result. Maybe it will take that for the Celtics to get over that proverbial hump. And finally, USGA CEO Mike Juan foresees a day when it will be harder for the live invitational golfers to qualify for the US Open. This, of course, a big controversy of late, but the USGA is taking the long approach. Juan said, We've been doing this for 127 years, so I think the USGA needs to take a long-term view of this and see where these things go. Seven of the 17 players indefinitely suspended by the PGA Tour for competing in the first live invitational tournament are in this week's US Open field. Juan went on to say, at least from my outside view right now, it looks like it's good for a few folks playing the game, but I'm struggling with how this is good for the game. And he is not the only one struggling to see that. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go make your second listen, Locked On NBA Big Board, as they get you ready for the ultimate NBA mock draft. Starting June 16th, Locked On NBA brings you the ultimate NBA mock draft. Rafael Barlow from Locked On NBA Big Board is joined by every Locked On NBA host and some NBA insiders from the Odyssey Networks to deliver picks and analysis. Locked On does mock drafts better than anyone else. And the ultimate NBA mock draft is a perfect example. Coming up Friday, will we see a Game 7 in the NBA Finals? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today.